this year, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. Pair your impressive skills with our advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. This is a Rooster Teeth production. Okay, uh, this is Gus Mike's, uh, Gus, Gus's microphone. Uh, this will be episode 16, so it'll be the end of the season, because we're a seasonal podcast. Um, <laughs> so uh, this will wrap up the season, and then we'll figure out if we're doing interstitial stuff or not. I hope so. Uh, Gus, Gus, is, Gus doesn't care. Man, um... Good morning, I, I, Gus. Hi, I know hey, we good have. Good morning, Gus. Hey, good morning, Eric. Hey, good morning, Jason. Jason. It's Jason. Jason. Hi, Jason. You were here Hello. with us. Sorry, I'm distracted. There's ants eating a Cheerio yeah. down oh. here, and it looks really cool. Or maybe yeah. it's a Fruit Loop. I don't know. It's um, a we, it's a Cheerio. We had to drive around a lot to try to find a park this morning, like way more than we should. Mm. For a city that supposedly prides itself on having tons of parks, they need to have bench or need to tables, tables in uh, more parks. Uh, no, it's it's we do we pride ourselves on our public spaces, and then I hear this from everybody, and I get it. You go anywhere else in America, and you oh shit, the parks are way better. I everywhere else, mm -hmm. we really are making do here. We're just like carve out some space and be like, hey, look, it's a park. Fuck Speaking, you. It's gr that's grass. It's not a park. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, I took some photos yesterday, and I it was for the other podcast, but I wanted to show them to you guys too because I think they they're they fit here as well. Do you, was Austin always this fucking gross? That's Town Lake. Yeah, I mean, I know it also, it just I know it just rained, mode. but it's I, we. I've been here for twenty five years. It's just rained a bunch. I don't think it used to get this bad. I don't like know. the ducks and the turtles are scared to get in the water. <laughs> scared? Did they you want to get in? Them? I watched them. I watched them. Feel like Ugh, those no. ducks are fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's always been bad to an extent. You and I used to talk about maybe like carrying a trash bag in our car to just pick up trash whenever we saw it. Yeah, that's true. I, and I still, um, I go, I still carry them actually, and I have a grabber now, and I go up in Northwest Park. We bought a grabber too. Did you really? Yeah, I like for picking up trash. Yeah. We haven't used it yet. It's been. I sometimes will get up on a Saturday morning and go to like Northwest Park or wherever a park and, and pick up trash. It's Are there any fun... picnic tables there? You know, I've never evaluated it for picnic tables. I evaluated it for baseball throwing, mm. but not picnic tables. When I uh, lived in Puerto Rico, I didn't have anything to do. I'd wake up early in the morning and I'd go down to a beach near where I lived, and there was like a homeless dude who lived down there, and he would collect bottles. Uh, to turn them in for recycling and make money. So I just go around the beach. I like hung out with this homeless dude in the morning saying, I just help him pick up bottles and like put them in giant bags so he could take them off and go sell them for recycling. At the end of the week, you were like, cut me in. Yeah, where's my, where's my money? Is it is he technically homeless if he lives at the beach? Isn't that just his his home? Well, I don't think he owns the beach. Well, right? Who he's owns like anything? Slipping on, really? Sleeping on the beach. He had no permanent shelter. Oh, okay. How about that? What do you think he's up to today? I don't know. Hopefully... Bigger and better things. <laughs> Maybe he's got a fleet of people working for him picking yeah. up bottles. He's like, hey, wait Starting a minute. a recycling empire. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, I think it's always been 
kind of dirty, but like like Jason said, it did just rain. I know it just time. rained. I just it looked like that last week too. Like I just feel like it's always. I ride my bike over there most days, and I just feel like it's gotten progressively grosser over time. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it's just my age. Yeah, you're just old and recency bias. But it just feels like it's always grody. As you get older, your spine starts curving, so you're looking more yeah. and more down. That's at probably the ground. What it is, yeah. yeah, you, you, see, you just shorter. notice it more. I just don't know how all those people are swimming out in that and sups every fucking weekend to dock and get. Did fucking rashes from poisonous algae. Yeah, it's pretty gross. So gross. Uh, so we got coffee this morning from Civil Goat, which is down like on Guadalupe and Thirty Fourth. Mm-hmm. I've never been there before. Um, you said it's a chain. I think I think there's one over like in Cornavaca or somewhere in that area that has uh, like a goat or goats outside as well, like what? actual goats. You can go like have coffee and. and I don't like the idea goats. of a civil goat. Okay, goat, goats should be like <clears throat> kind of unpredictable, mean, right? right, and mean yeah. and wild and like anar- anarchist. They should be, like, headbutting you when you're not looking. So you think goats are anarchists? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. They'll eat anything. Yeah. It's true. You should take them on the walk with you when they see <laughs> yes. those Whataburger cups on the ground. Yeah. Did you see? They should put goats in Town Lake. <laughs> <laughs> Aqua goats. There was a ranking uh, of, like, all the Whataburgers in the state of Texas, like, from best to worst. Yep. And, like, every Whataburger in the Austin area was, like, near the bottom on yeah, that I list. Yeah, I saw that. Like, I saw a similar thing for Dairy Queen. Supposedly the best Dairy Queen in Texas is on Burnet. Oh, that we're one? talking about the opposite though. Yeah, this is the worst Whataburgers in Texas. I know. I'm just here. saying oh, okay. that's interesting that we both saw stories about the best and worst the, of the eighth best Whataburger in Texas is in Eagle Pass. Oh yeah. Have you been to that one? No, I didn't. It wasn't there when I lived there. <laughs> what's Where's the, the best Whataburger in Texas? Best? Is it Corpus? Uh, no, Corpus was not done. I think the best one. It was, the top ten were all on the border. Number one was in Laredo. It was all like Laredo, Harlingen, Eagle Pass. McAllen, El Paso was like the top ten. Hey, those fuckers down there aren't bringing their money back. The food's <laughs> not good. They're not like us. Be oh, I'm, you know, drunk at three in the morning and need to eat it. They're drunk at three in the afternoon. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got arrested at the uh, at the corp at the Waterburger headquarters in Corpus. Like that, not, not even the restaurant, but like the headquarters. Well, like the main Waterburger, the oh, first gotcha. Waterburger one in Corpus, the A-frame down there. We were, uh, this is when we were on a surf trip when I was in the Army, so it had been like 96 maybe, 95. And we had been surfing all day, we went to Waterburger for dinner, and we were in the parking lot, and my friend was having trouble with his binoculars, and I was like trying to focus him, and there was like a Hilton or something across the street, like a hotel, and I was just looking up, just trying to focus it on the hotel, and just somebody tapped me on the shoulder, and I turned around, and it was a cop, and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm fucking with these binoculars and he's like looks like you're looking in hotel rooms and i was like i don't think that's what i was doing i just trying to get it focused and he's like would you like to go to jail and i was like no sir and he's like i think you should put those away is that a crime okay i don't know that doesn't sound like a crime to me no you're you're out in a public space doing some extra seeing yeah you're 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 not (laughs) like cracking open the windows tell that to the local corpus christi apd apd (laughs) (laughs) the the ccpd ccpd yeah i don't I think that's a crime. That sounds like a crime. Let's try it. Well, I, like, but I, I get like the whole peeping tom thing. It's an invasion of privacy. But the wind, the curtains are open. You can close the curtains. I don't know. Like if you were just standing there looking at the window, would you get in trouble? Right. I don't know. I don't know. May, he may have just been. I think he was kids, messing. Yeah. But it scared the shit out of me. I was like 19. Hmm. I'm not gonna argue with a cop. Um, yet. Do you guys want to like introduce Jason beyond? Hey, this is Jason. Or Jason, do you want to? Jesus Christ. We, we've. Introduce yourself. We, right, we, here now. Jason is our Jason. first guest we've ever had, right. and the first guest we wanted to have on this trying, show uh, because, sort of here. because, because what? 
Okay, I'll do it. Uh, because Jason is uh, one of our oldest friends in... Actually, Jason, you are the oldest friend I have in yeah. Austin. I met you... I thought Jason was younger than you. I met... Christ. Is... Really? Yeah, Jeff and I started so at uh, the call center on the same day. Yeah, we started at Telenetwork on the same day. Yep. And you were the first person I ever talked to. We had a training what? session in the conference room. And Was that like January 99? Yeah. 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 And it I was. remember you, you just struck up a conversation with you, and I liked you. I liked you, too. Thanks, what did y'all talk about? What was like the initial? What was the end? How did it go? Man, what did we talk I about? I do. I remember. What did we talk about? I, I remember. Music? I think we probably talked about music and stuff and I and our lives because I remember you were like ah, I'm just going to UT I'm looking for some extra money and I was like oh I'm I have a, a wife and you were like what and I was like what yeah what the why would <laughs> I was you like, do yeah, that I got a wife I got family I got to support and you're like Ugh. <laughs> I was twenty yeah <laughs> you know it's it's funny looking back like how young we all were at that time um, the different very different perspective not looking at the trash as much down on the ground. Yeah, that's true. Never looking at We were the trash down on the ground back then. <laughs> we were looking, you know? up, looking up at the people. We were looking up. We're, you were living, you, you were a UT student. You were living mm-hmm. on campus. I lived on then. campus. Yeah. And I got that job because, um, I won't say her last name, Lindsay. I knew Lindsay from, like, UT the, News Group. This Lindsay? Or which no, Lindsay. Uh, Isn't it the. Well, the you're thinking of Laura. Laura is what I'm thinking well, so of. So the reason I won't say Lindsay's last name is because I can't remember it, honestly. <laughs> I don't know. This girl, Lindsay, who I knew from. Uh, is she the one who dated Jacob? Who's Jacob? <laughs> what the fuck is Lindsay? Did Lindsay work at TNI? Yeah. Lindsay. Yeah. Lin- Lindsay. Yeah, maybe. That sounds right. This is the best episode of this podcast. <laughs> the, she's She was Laura's roommate. roommate. Yeah. Who yeah. had that party. Uh, well, yes. That friends. is who. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Bleep, bleep, bleep that last bleep name. Bleep last name, yeah. The f- five times we just said it. <laughs> it was, just, it was twice. Yeah, yeah. So you knew her? Yeah. How'd you know her? I didn't know you knew her. Because in Jester, the dorm that we lived in, there was a news group that, like, a bunch of us who played foosball in the basement of Jester, like, met each other in this fucking UT news group and became friends in the dorm. And she told us that she worked there. And I was like, shit, I need some money for, I don't know, Chinese food or something. I don't know what Damn. 20-year-olds spend money on. Were you, uh, did you have, like, She was a- like, yeah, they'll hire anybody. I was like, that sounds <laughs> like my kind of job. So you you were at UT, were you a freshman? In 99, I was a, at that point, I was probably, like, that was my soft, the, Second half of my sophomore year. Did you have a scholarship or something? How did you go to school? No, I didn't have a scholarship. Probably Loans. not. You got a job. Loans. 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 Yeah. It's a lot cheaper then, though, than it is now. Yeah, for sure. Loans and credit cards. Mm. Back then, they would like, I remember in particular getting a phone call in my dorm room, like on a Saturday morning, it waking me up and being like, hello. And they were like, uh, hey, this is Discover Card. Do you want a credit card? And I was like, yeah. And then I just gave all my info to this person who called me. I didn't call them, right? I didn't even think about it till like, fucking years later. And then they sent me the card, and then, you know, I used it. It worked and everything. But I don't think they – I mean, one, that was that was dumb on my part, but I don't think they can do that anymore. Just, just like, call you up. Hey, and, you want some credit? <laughs> when, when I was in basic training in 93, getting a credit card was like a part of processing into basic training. They're like, and then if you want a credit card, you can get a $2,000 limit over here. And you just like, you go to that line. and you Everybody went, right? Then you're instantly $2,000 in debt. Yeah. 18 years old. And you're like, oh, yeah. this is how, now I'll be in the military forever now. I got it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I, I did, it was a similar thing, but uh, no, not, not that anyone called me, but my freshman year, the only year I went to college. Uh, there's just like people around, it's like standing around campus, like here. Oh fill yeah, this, fill this out. You get a credit card with four thousand dollar limit. Like yep. okay, 
then instantly four thousand dollars in debt. Yeah, I uh, ruined my credit for years. Yep, <laughs> everybody did it. And uh, yeah, it was a it was a fucking nightmare. You had some sweet Z Cavalucci jeans and British Knights. <laughs> That's what I spent all mine on. Fucking. Dumb hey, one clothes. thing I was thinking about when we were driving around just a minute ago looking for a picnic table. Um, Took us twenty. Have you all ever talked about when we tried to do the Trudy's Grand Slam? I don't think we ever have talked I don't about think it. Because it's kind of a, it. a little bit of a misnomer because there were only three Trudies at the time. There's not really four. Which but there were six to get. drinks. <laughs> yeah, so at Trudies, they make a drink called the Mexican Martini, which is basically just a giant margarita on the rocks. They serve it in a shaker. You get a little martini glass. It tastes good. Uh, it's good. Um, they'll they, only serve you they two leave you the of whole them. Shaker. Yes, they yeah. leave you the whole shaker. It's probably, like, it's probably like five drinks per drink. They'll serve you two of them and then they cut you off you can, not only can you not order another mexican martini you can't, can't order any booze at all after that and so we had an idea there were three treaties at the time we were like let's do the treaties grand slam we're going to get two at each treaties and see if we can get through six of them jeff's first wife was going to drive us and not drink and we went to this first treaties that's over here by campus which i think is currently closed for renovations and we drank our two mexican martinis getting drunk the waiter comes by and is like, uh, we haven't had a chance to leave yet. The waiter is like, hey, uh, my shift's about to change. Can I close you guys out before the next uh, before the next waiter gets here? We were like, sure. And so we pay, and then the busboy just happens to come by, clears off the table, and then we still haven't left. And the new waiter walks by and was like, no. you guys need drinks? And so we just or, we never left the first fucking Trudy's. We yeah. never made it. We never made it to a second Trudy's. So we just drank there. But we still should have done that. Yeah, I tried it another time. Did you? Actually. I never yeah. made it. Yeah. And I started up at the, the other time I tried it. I started up at the Trudy again, not driving. We had like yeah, yeah. A, a, a separate driver for this. I started up at the Trudy's North, drank both of them. Came down to the Trudy's Texas Star, which is yep. the one by campus. Drank two there. We drove down to the Trudy's down south, and I ordered a fifth one, but I could not. I was I on that trip with you. I could yeah. not stomach it. Didn't I, didn't make it through the fifth one. No, it was like partway through the fifth one. Like everyone else at the table was like, "All right, we'll help you finish that." It's, it is. Yeah, that's too many. I don't think you can do it. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's rough. It's really. And I, nowadays, I can't imagine doing that. I can't imagine drinking one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was a uh, really dumb things. I feel like I tried it too early in my drinking. I bet if I had done it at like thirty eight, I could have. I could have fucking nailed it. Way to go, man. Probably, probably why, probably why I don't drink anymore. <laughs> it feels achievable even now when I think about, no. when I think back on it. I feel no. like I could do it. They, it's because they taste so fucking refreshing. Yeah. So you know, and but, it's just like six drinks. But you feel so bad by that. I, I, I Dude, still you to this day so remember bad. what I felt like trying to drink that fifth one. Yeah. It was bad, really bad. Yeah. Like not, not being able to stand up straight. Bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, I got a question for you guys. Y'all talked about um, a wedding. Where the tab had to get refilled a couple times. Was that my fucking wedding? No, no, no. Because that, ha- <laughs> that happened. Because that happened at my wedding too. But I knew. I mean, I like. I, it's not like it was a surprise. I would have known it. I had not. I mean, you guys were at my wedding. But then we, had, <laughs> then we had another. I have another contingent of friends who are like musicians. So everybody at my wedding is a is a heavy drinker, and and they had to come to us and be like, y'all I ran out of booze, and we were like, we're not even fucking. We haven't even got married yet. Like what happened? What happened? And uh. It's because those guys there, though, they were like, we told them, we were like, well, drinks, give them the bottom shelf yeah. stuff, yeah. They you don't know? deserve good. And yeah. people walk up and be like, can I get a margarita? They'd be like, you want Patron? Fuck. Yeah, of course you're going to run through the tab quick. Um, no, no, it was someone else's wedding. And you do fact, know that person. <laughs> and in fact, uh, that wedding where that we were talking about, the Rooster Teeth account just posted a photo of Jeff and I dancing. Was that at that, that wedding? Was at that was at that wedding. That was from that night, yeah. 
Uh, that was that was wow. that same place. That was probably in O two. That yeah, 01? that was the night we, we talk about our friend Mushi. Sometimes it was O one. Uh, he got cut off that night because his face turned bright red. Oh Remember yeah, that? yeah. <laughs> but and they were like, it, "We can't serve you anymore." It's not. I mean, and honestly, that's a little racist on their part. Uh-huh. It's not that he was drunk. It's just that um, he's Asian, and you know, some Asian people get flush when they drink. It doesn't matter yeah. if they have like one drink or if they're like super fucked up. Some people will just get super flushed and he'd only had like two drinks and he got flushed and red and they cut him off yeah he was pissed I it remember. could just be what you drink too like when i drank that damn hypnotic in <laughs> oh Park dude City. that's that? a great let's talk about, about that let's talk about that fucking trip so we went to this, was this the first this sunday first time, first time we went, we went to sundance yeah. we were staying in we couldn't find a place it was last minute so we couldn't stay in park city we had to stay in orem yep uh so we had this house that we all like stayed in and uh, we had like it wasn't only us; it was like some other friends that we'd mm-hmm. invited, and they'd invited friends. So it was like kind of like this party house. And <laughs> there was this one guy we knew who had come down to stay with us, and he had, and this other girl we knew, and they were kind of interested in each other. So they were like Doing being all thing. lovey-dovey with each other. But the girl had brought another friend with her, and so we like had to entertain her while the two of them were like being lovey-dovey. And we so we were like we're you know being nice hosts to this girl. We're like, well, you know, we were at a liquor store. Like, what do you like to drink? And she's like, oh, I only drink hypnotic. What? We're like, what the fuck is hypnotic? What the She's fuck? like, it's great. You'll love it. It's the only thing you want to drink. What type of liquor was it? I don't... It's like gross a... blue. Yeah. God, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like this frosted bottle. It's spelled like H-Y-P-N-O-T-I-Q. Yeah, that's the only way you could spell it. <laughs> and it so we're like, so all right, fine, gross. whatever. So we went back and we were playing... What were we playing? Like Texas Hold'em? We were yeah, playing we were playing something. I did not like it's that girl. It's a blend of natural exotic fruit juices, premium vodka, and a touch of cognac. It's vodka? Oh, cognac. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. And I think you had never had it before. Well, none of us had ever had it. No. But you really wanted to try it. I don't know if I really wanted to try it. I was just <laughs> I was just young, and I would drink anything. And so I was going to try it. But yeah, I turned fucking red as shit from that. I thought... On, I, I got puffy. I legitimately we, thought we were going to have to take you to the hospital. We, there were discussions. I remember it. It's like, is, he, is like his throat going to seal up? Is... Uh, are we, are, is this going to be something bad? Has that ever happened to you since? Mm-mm. Never had hypnotic again. <laughs> but I might. We should try should now. try it yeah. and see. We should have done that for this podcast, but there's no camera here. so. All I remember is that girl was hammered and just kept talking about how she was a good mom. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, nobody's saying you're not. <laughs> you know? I just remember seeing it. By the way, deal. We're trying to play cards. <laughs> I remember that girl trying to answer her phone. She had a sidekick. Or she was using somebody else's sidekick, and like instead of having the side of the phone that would be the obvious side that you would talk into, she had it like oh yeah, this, she had it like backwards and, and upside down. Like, what is wrong with this girl? Hypnotic. Hypnotic. <laughs> Sunglass season is in full swing, and there's no better option than our friends over at Shady Rays. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that we've worn, durable frames, and extremely clear polarized lenses for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection of all eyewear. Every pair is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. They also provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order. They've donated over 20 million meals to date. Look good in your shades and feel good by making an impact. If you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Guess what? It's because their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code ANMA, A-N-M-A. You know what it stands for. 
and get 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try it for yourself. The Shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. That was a fun trip, but it sucked because that house was like an hour away yeah. from Park City. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you would get up in the morning, drive in, do whatever events we had. Then like as a group, you'd have to like wrangle everyone and drive an hour back to the hotel or to the house in Orem. Was that the year I got the flu or was that the next year? <clears throat> I don't think you were sick. It might have been the trip. next oh, year. Maybe like, you were. I got oh. the flu like at the very end of that trip. No, I think it was the next year. Okay. The, uh, y'all went again. I don't think I went on that trip. It was like when you got drunk and peed on the snowman or whatever. Yeah, we stayed in Park City that time. Yeah. We were staying at that condo. I think that was like our third trip to Sundance. Did we have three trips to Sundance? We had like, we had like three or four. We had yeah. a few. Yeah. Because we stayed in Orem. Was that the trip where you went and saw that movie? Was it Alone in the Dark or that shitty movie with uh, that night attack? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. It was, uh, it was uh, Tara Reid. Tara Reid, that was it. Christian Slater. And it was a video game movie. Yeah. And we saw it. Uh, yeah, we saw it at like a mall and we had to leave like 20 minutes in. <laughs> we couldn't take it. Tara Reid was not a believable scientist. I remember that. She was like an archaeologist or something. And we were like, we can't do this. And that was fucking weird because we were like, we'll just rent some movies and go home. But all they had in the whole fucking state was clean flicks. Yeah. I remember that. And so every movie, like, they had video stores that were just, it's Utah. So they were just like family friendly, safe. Oh. They would edit, they would edit all the fun stuff out of every movie. And so you could like go rent Boogie Nights, but it was eight minutes long. It was a totally different movie. Dude, now that you mention that, I'm surprised that we could even buy that hypnotic stuff there because, like, all their beers are, like, 2.3%. They sell yeah. different versions of beer there yeah. and stuff. If I remember right, I think it was all state-run liquor stores, too. Oh, yeah. Like, you, you couldn't just buy it at a grocery store or at, right. a, or at any private liquor store. It was, like, it was like what they call it, a package store? I think that's what they called it. Yeah. You had to go to, like, the specific state-run booze place. So now we're in some database. And also, that was, if you remember that trip, Anytime, they, I think the law has changed since then. But if you were going to a bar in Utah at the time, oh, you had to be like a member. You had to or be some a shit? member of that bar. So any bar you went into, you had to fill up a membership card and apply to be a member at that bar, and they would process it. And it would be like, what it would cost you like five bucks to apply to be a member. But as you were as like as a lifetime through, member or something. Yeah, they'd right? give you like a coupon for five dollars off a drink. <laughs> it was like they totally. Rig the system. Yeah. Do you do you also remember that that same time we went to the movies at the mall? They were giving away. They had some sort of a contest to give away a free wedding, and there was a line out the door, like hundreds and hundreds of young couples. They had to be like interviewed, and then uh, I don't know if they found that maybe it was for like, like a reality TV or show or something. But they were going to give them a free wedding, and we made we we thought it was insane because there was maybe. 200 couples in line and they were mm -hmm. all blonde it was like <laughs> village of the damned yeah. it was just like it was like hitler's wet dream <laughs> and it was like so fucking weird I, I, the, the reason i asked about the movie about alone in the dark is because i know for a fact then that is the year i got sick because oh. I, I couldn't go to the movie because i was sick so i wasn't oh. there at the mall so i couldn't okay. see the 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 line yeah it was weird man yeah no I, I i did not see that i do remember i know the next i think it was the next year I went to Sundance. Like, the first year we went and, you know, I watched, like, a bunch of movies or whatever, yeah. you know, stuff that was in the festival. The second year I went, I did not see a single movie that was in the festival. The only movie I saw the entire time I went to Sundance was I went to a movie theater to watch the Peter Jackson King Kong movie. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only movie I saw that entire uh, trip to Sundance. That had one of the best celebrity sightings we ever had, too, that first year. We saw the, I think it's Scott Farkas, is that his name? 
in uh, Christmas Story, the guy that oh. wears the coonskin hat? Was it Farkas? Farkas was the neighbor. It that was, was the neighbor, It yeah. was the bully. It was the bully, dude. Yeah. And he was just like walking around with a coonskin cap taking photos of people. Really? <laughs> he was like, yeah. hey, it's me, that guy. Oh, and nice everybody guy. was eating you, were, you, like, you looked him in the eyes, and it's like, yeah. oh, that's definitely the dude yeah. from so a Christmas funny. Story. We also, I don't know if you remember this, that same year, that first year, we were driving down the highway, and we pulled over for some reason, I think to like take a photo of like a mountain or something. And Pierce Brosnan was just standing there, <laughs> like in the middle of nowhere. Like we just pulled over and we're like, hey, let's take a photo of this. Holy shit, it's Pierce Brosnan right there. <laughs> I feel like I vaguely remember yeah, that. Yeah, it was like, yeah. oh my God. And I think uh, a couple of us took a photo with Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> like just because we randomly pulled over on the side of a highway between Orem and Park City. Did we take those Master Chief suits to the first yeah. one? Yeah. yeah. Who wore yeah. Matt and Matt Jeff. and I wore them, I think. <laughs> That's that sucks, dude. I had to be the blue guy and Matt which I always thought was f- fucking insulting and Matt got to be the red guy. And uh, yeah, I remember walking around and it was brutal because the uh, you know, it was like 10 degrees outside, so the mask fogged up instantly so yeah. you couldn't see at all and you can't walk at all in these things either. They're brutal and so I was having to be held ha- around with my hand like my 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 ex-wife was like walking me around, and then Bernie yelled at us because we can't, Master Chief can't hold hands in public. And I'm like, I fucking get it, but how am I going to how am yeah. I gonna walk? <laughs> and also, it was icy and treacherous. Yeah, yeah. it was slippery yeah. as fuck, dude. It was Park City in fucking in February. Yeah. yeah. Does he know that Master Chief isn't real and can just do anything? Well, we were very, very protective of the brand at the time because you, yeah, it was we had very, been given a lot of... Uh, it, it was very difficult to even get these suits to begin with. Yeah. And, uh, Everything had to be yeah. approved, and they had been very kind to even let us... I mean, this is a tremendously valuable IP they were letting us fuck oh. around with. And so we were trying to be really respectful of it, but, you know. Also, no, I didn't want to die. Also, there was a human who was our friend in that suit. Yeah. I was fucking mad that night about yeah. that. That's the year that that Crispin Glover movie was playing at Sundance. W- uh, this is it. This is it. Or is this it? Was that what it was? Yeah, it was. It like wasn't tr- the rap movie? It was. It was a trilogy. No, no, it was not the rap movie. It was a trilogy he made. It was. This is. What, what is it? What is it? Fuck. Yes, it is, or this is it, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, we saw. I think we saw that at that big theater. Was it the Egyptian theater? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Like right there on the main uh, Dragon Park City. Fucking. Weird ass movie. Have you ever ever have you ever heard of this movie, Eric? No, I'm look, I'm looking at it now, and it's just a fucking. It's insane no. looking. What the fuck? Yeah, it's a uh, from the mind of Crispin Glover. <laughs> uh, I think he made three. I wanted. To, I don't know if he made all three, but I, I think he had said he had envisioned it as being a trilogy. I want to say he made the second one, but I don't know if he ever made the third one. Yeah, it's a it's a great place to watch. Weird ass movies you wouldn't see <laughs> otherwise. I guess nowadays it's like easier with like digital distribution. Mm. You can just see whatever you want at any time, unless it was on HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, another thing about those trips is, and I don't think I was involved in this, but at Slam, I want to say at Slam Dance, there was a video game festival, and at least Bernie was involved in like he was one of the judges, one of the being one of the judges. And one of the game, the game that won, I think. No, no, it didn't win. It didn't win. It, it didn't came win. In it came place. in second place. Was a game called Narbonacular Drop. Narbacular Drop. Narbacular Drop. Sorry, it's been a long time ago. It's a. It's also not a real word. So not I don't, I'm not going to make fun of you for not getting Nar- it right. Narbacular Drop, which got bought right after that by Valve, and it became uh, Portal. Hmm. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was like yeah. the, there was like, it was a great game. Yeah, we had to play it. Like they had like a, an open floor where you go play all the games. That I remember that. Yeah. Video game festival. You could play. Bernie dragged us all over to play Narbacular Drop, talking about how amazing it was and how good it was. It was like, yeah, it's a really fun game. And then 
Valbotten. They just reskinned it as well. He was right. They, they updated it a bit. It's you know pretty different. But the yeah, and they were like, we're not calling there. this thing Narbacular <laughs> Drop. People are gonna call it Narbanacular Drop, <laughs> Narbanicular Drop. It's, it's fucking stupid. Uh, I wonder what won that year. I wonder what beat Portal. Narbacular Drop. <laughs> I'm sure we can look it up. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you don't hear about slam dance as much anymore as you did no. back then. Like back then, it was like the the like the hip alternative to Sundance. Like Sundance well, was all stuffy and artsy, and slam dance was like you know a lot more of that like renegades. It wasn't. A, it was not a civil goat. And then, <laughs> and then there were like there were more. There were a couple years there where there were like three, there was like no dance, and there were they would just like there were there was one or two years there were like five or six all at once mm-hmm. going on there, and then they all died pretty quickly. I, I went to um, Sundance again to give um, like a presentation with YouTube back in 2017. Really? Yeah. Uh, so it had been like you know over a decade since I'd been to, mm-hmm. to Sundance, and I happened to be there uh, at Sundance in 2017, the day uh, Trump was inaugurated. <laughs> and Jesus was, Christ! Yeah. So like everyone woke up early that well not everyone like well a bunch of people woke up early that morning and did like this protest march down like the main street there in, in Sundance or in Park him. City. I was like, no one. The people here, like, no, you're yeah, fucking care. like, yeah. you're you're not you're not demonstrating to anybody who's not on your side here. Yeah, it's a. I mean, I appreciate the effort, but it's a not not here. Yeah, I stood next to, when I was checking into the hotel for that presentation. I forgot what the hotel was that I stayed at. I uh, checked in next to Lakeith Stanfield. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't, I, he must have been there. I don't know what movie he was promoting. But I was like, like I turned to my uh, to my left. He was actually on my left. I was like, oh, I didn't say anything. I was like, holy shit, it's Lakeith Stanfield, like standing right next to me, checking into. The Marriott or whoever the fuck we are. He seems like a really cool dude. Yeah, really, really big fan of his work. I did, did not want to bother him, so I, I just silently freaked out in my head. Yeah, like I nothing. like you enough to to not acknowledge you. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's crazy the uh, like the celebrity sightings you can't have and the people who are just walking around there. It's wild to think of all the kinds of trips we used to take back in those early days. Dude, I got a trip to okay. tell y'all about that I'm sure y'all remember that you haven't talked about because it's my shitty experience and actually it turned into y'all's shitty experience because do y'all remember going to new york i don't know what it was for and bernie thought he was going to be real fucking funny it was the season one screening at the lincoln center he bernie thought it was going to be real funny to book me back home through an airport called islip which is halfway (laughs) out long island it's like 60 something miles out long island real dick move and so he books me for like the earliest flight in the morning. It's an hour and a half cab ride to get to this airport. And so I remember getting up super early, taking the sketchiest cab ride out to this airport, out in the middle of fucking nowhere, uh, getting on my flight to get home. And I land, and I got some text messages and stuff, and it's Bernie telling me that everybody else's flights got canceled out of Newark because of a blizzard. And they ended up being stuck there for like two or three days, right? Oh yeah, we were stuck I, in New York. You were the only one who got out because yeah. you flew out of Iowa first thing in the morning. two days longer than y'all because I flew like American, or I, I flew differently than everybody else somehow and ended up getting stranded for an extra two days. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think the rest of us, we weren't all out of New York. I think some of us were New York, some of us were JFK, some of us were LaGuardia, but it's like every other airport yeah. got shut down. Uh, we, were, we were all stuck. I remember all of us being in that hotel lobby because we all had to check out our our reservations wherever we were all in the lobby with our bags trying and, to figure out what to do yeah and it was like pre smartphone like we know mm-hmm. them today so like all of us on our shitty ass cell phones calling airlines trying to figure out a way to get back to Austin to rebook ourselves that fucking sucked what did you do we we all had to wait we all, everyone rebooked differently I think you know every, yeah. it was like 
since we all booked differently going there, there was no like one yeah. master booking to rebook, so everyone had to call on their own. So we were all sitting there next to each other. We were all competing with each other, mm-hmm. trying to see who could get back. And Jeff came out on the bottom. That's I why lost. He was there two days. Yeah, but I made a fucking great vacation out of it. Like I, I visited friends. I had a good time. Uh, I remember thinking like, what a what a what a lucky fuck up that was for me. Um, and by the way, you mentioned that Bernie did that to to, to fuck with you. Uh, that's not hyperbole. That is, huh? Oh, oh. that yeah, is he, real. Oh no, he, he thought it was he, funny. Like, he thought it was going to be funny. What it was like to work yes. in those early days. He yeah. said what that it was to like to face. work and yeah. be friends with Bernie in those early days. He was like, "You will not believe what I'm about to do to Jason." And of course, Gus and I are like, "Fuck yeah!" You know, <laughs> we were, as long as it's not us, we, as long we, as it's not me, we were all bullies. His payback for bad. all the grenade throws. <laughs> we were all so rude to each other. It was awful. Um, God damn. There was another time. I don't remember which project it was for, but there's another time that, Jason, you and I flew out to Portland uh, to do a commercial. Uh-huh. And, like, we flew out on a one-way ticket because we weren't sure how long it was going to take. And um, I think we finished, like, in a day or two. It was really fast. And uh, we were like, oh, shit, there's one more flight back to Austin tonight. If we, like, haul ass to the airport, we can get, we can, we can buy a ticket. So we haul ass back to the air, you know, down to the Portland airport. You know, we go up to the counter to buy the ticket. We still haven't bought the ticket at this point. And we're talking to the agent at the counter. She's like, yeah, there's only first-class tickets left. We're like, okay, yeah, we'll buy first-class tickets back to Austin. So we show up to the airport. but We're like, we need to get to Austin. First-class tickets. We'll buy those. Uh, she prints out our boarding passes. And then before she hands them to us, she takes out a pen. And on the boarding passes, she writes SSSS on, on both of them and hands them to us. And we're like, what the fuck does this mean? That's weird. And we get to security. And they see that. And they're like, oh, you need to step over here. And they went through everything we owned. It was like... Oh. Strip search. Dude, I got like, no recollection of that. I kind of remember the, strip the search flight. Is what it for. Yeah, it was like a late night flight, yeah. right? I remember that, but I don't remember the. Uh, yeah, and they they were like the pat down. Yeah, they there was it was more than a pat down. They like went through all of our shit. They like we you know had multiple people come and like wand us and like pat us down and just like. What year was this? That would have been like 2006 or seven, probably. Maybe maybe oh, five, 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 maybe yeah. right around there. It was back in the time when it ra- it raised a lot of red flags uh-huh. if you bought a one way ticket on the day of the flight, like an hour before the flight, class, class, yeah. and probably didn't check bags. And if you look like Gus, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'll never forget. That. I, I I to this day the reason I'll never forget it is I remember what the Portland airport carpet looks like. Oh, yeah. Just because I was just staring at it for so long at that security checkpoint, you, waiting for them to let us through. <laughs> Millie took her first steps in that airport, actually. Really? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Her very first steps. Do you remember uh, Do you remember how those first, like, six or seven years, Bernie's name was similar to that of somebody on oh, the yeah. TSA on the watch, watch list? list. Yeah. Yep. And so he had to go through enhanced security every time he went to the airport. Really? For any reason, and yeah. And it, it got to a point where... If you traveled with him or you were on the same record locator as him, they would put you on the list too. Uh huh. So everybody so, would book separate from Bernie. Yeah, we all had to book separately. <laughs> if you and if you got on the list by being on the same record locator as him, it was only temporary. It was only for like a couple of months, and then you'd get off it. It'd be fine. But we all learned it. It's like, oh shit, we cannot book with him. But it anymore. was not temporary for him. No, for it, a very long time. It was. It was years. You guys, you remember going to Amsterdam? I remember, of course, I remember going to Amsterdam. We we were in we were in London for like ten days. I think it was like maybe six, but we only had okay. like a one day long commitment and or it, something like that. It was like a one and a half hour long yeah, presentation. Yeah, yeah. Is this y'all and Joel? Or yes. This, okay. Yeah, Joel's with us. And uh, so we go up there and, you know, we, first of all, it was my first time in London. Was that your first yep. time in London? Uh, I tried to find us a, a hotel to stay at. And uh, back then, the, it was like 
$2 to the pound. So everything was like super fucking expensive. And I found like a Marriott. And I was like, fine, we'll just stay at this fucking Marriott. That's $600 a night for some oh, reason. Yeah. And uh, we get there and I realize why. It's like, it's right at the base of the London Eye, right across from Parliament in Big Ben. Oh, Jesus. It's like if you ever see like an establishing shot in a movie for London, like that we stayed at that like right yeah. center mm. in that shot. Like, oh, that's why this Marriott is $600 a night. Right. It looks like an old castle. Uh, so we show up and, uh, you know, we check in and everything, and we're, they're like, all right, great. Uh, your panel got rescheduled. It's uh, in four days. I'm like, oh, shit. Now we're in London for four days with nothing to do. I don't know if you remember <laughs> this. We were walking down. So we walked out of the hotel. We walked by the base of the London Eye. Yeah, and you got recognized. Yeah. I was, ta- I was like, going to take a photo of you, like, at the base of the London Eye. And, like, some See, random- this is, like, early. The DVD wasn't even out yet, I don't it, think. It was or was it? Was it D- maybe was the season, season one, one DVD? Yeah. Out? This is back when Gus used to have those uh, hand burned DVDs that he would write yeah. RVB on. And he would give out to people in the. Part <laughs> I mean, of the this line. is That's definitely like the first time. That's fucking true. I was there, dude. Having fries. <laughs> the dude handed me a DVD. I did car. not hand him yes, a DVD. Did. You were like, I got a DVD in my car. No, that is not true. <laughs> That's not true at all. Anyway, so Gus and I are trying to kill time. We're like, what are we gonna do? And uh, we go look at Waterloo Station just to check it out. And we're kind of looking at the board of departures and we're like damn we could leave in about an hour and go to amsterdam and just check it out you kind of manifested this what do you mean we were walking by outside of waterloo and you said wouldn't it be crazy if we walked in there and there was a train leaving right now to amsterdam that's why we walked in to look at the board well shit (laughs) (laughs) no we did have a little bit of time that we were like oh it's in like an hour so we went back to the hotel got like a backpack with a pair of underwear in it we're like let's fucking go to amsterdam for a day we'll come back tomorrow so we get on this train. We get to Amsterdam. Um, we don't have a hotel or anything. No. We end up finding one, which had one of the best hotel breakfasts I've ever had. I don't it was so that. good. But, it was so, a crown plaza. So we get to Amsterdam. We're just walking around. We're like, well, now what? So we're like walking around. We're like, I guess we're supposed to find weed. Can we talk about this? Yeah, sure. Why not? So we're, we're like, I Amsterdam. guess we're supposed to find weed since we're in Amsterdam, right? So we're kind of walking around, and we smoke a joint or something like that at a bar. And then uh, do you remember, Gus, you were like, we were somewhere, and you were like, oh, look, there's, like, this weed cake. And Dude, I was like, it was, a, it was a hash brownie. And I was like, don't do it. I was like, Gus, how often do you, I was like, how often do you eat weed? Because it's different. You yeah, know, yeah you it's totally, it, I was like, how often? You were like, never. I was like, don't get it. He's like, I'm going to get it. it look, I wanted the brownie, really. Should not. <laughs> Listen, Jason. I'm sure they sell regular brownies in <laughs> Amsterdam. I want to say, you were 100% right. I know. I should not have eaten that hash brownie. <laughs> Luckily, he wasn't out of commission for that. But he definitely, I was like, shit, was, man, this is going to ruin the rest. It fucked me up. And we, uh, we, so we were there. Uh, I remember we were, we were like, you know, what's the worst that can happen? We'll go down there. You know, we'll walk around. We'll find a hotel. Again, that's like pre-iPhone, pre-smartphone like we know them today. I think we went to five different hotels before we finally found one that would let us check in. I think we said, worst case scenario, we'll just sleep in the train station. It's like not that big a deal. We found that Crown Plaza. We just like, we went out and... It was wild because, like, you walk out and you're like, you know, after, you know, this is my first time in Amsterdam. After having grown up in America, you're like, you know, you're, like, you're kind of whispering like, oh, should we do, should we do some drugs? Should we, <laughs> should we buy some weed? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then there's like, is dude, my mom going to find out? There's dudes on the corner everywhere who are like, coca, 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 And they're just like. He's like, damn, dude, I was just going to smoke weed. <laughs> like, what do, you, what, do, what do you got in there? Did you, now, did Joel go with you guys to Amsterdam? Or was it just, no, did man, you guys he didn't want, want to have any fun us. at all, man. He was, was there, like, nah. Was there something to that story about you guys going too far on a train and ending up in a no. sketchy So Yeah, kind of. On the way back. So because, so we, because of the fare we bought. Yeah, we, we got lucky. On the way there, our train, 
you know, it got us there, in, you know, in the morning or in the afternoon or something. On the way back, we had to spend like six hours in the Brussels train station. And so we're like, yeah, we'll just sit there. It'll be fine. But of course we get there. It's like midnight and we're tired. And so we find some hotel across the way and then we're, you know, we start drinking or whatever. We're like, we need some food. And so I don't know if you remember this the same way, Gus, but we get this, uh, you know, we get a cab. We're like, take us to a part of town that's still open where we can eat. And so the guy's like, all right. So we're talking to him, shooting Real shit. Real friendly guy. Yeah, he was super friendly. And he gets us to this part of town that's like, I mean, it's not like 6th Street. It doesn't seem like bars, but it's real lively. There's a bunch of restaurants and people out and stuff. And he's like, okay, he's like, y'all want to go eat here in this restaurant? And like, as we're getting out of the car, he's like, oh, um, and if anybody asks, you're Canadian. We were like, what the fuck? Where did he just drop us off, dude? <laughs> yeah, he was he, like, like he was like legitimately looking out for us. Like we had had like such a good rapport. He was like, hey, hey, just, just so you know, if anybody asks, uh, you're from Canada. And I was like, yeah, like, feel okay. good about this. Okay, great. Uh, but it didn't matter because we went out and we started eating and then we immediately started drinking again. And, uh, six hours elapsed instantly <laughs> i remember getting on that train or actually i remember walking to that train we had left the hotel and our train was uh we were in amsterdam still getting you know walking over to the train station we had like a little bit of weed left and uh i had it and i was like shit what do we do with this jason you know we can't take it with us i was like should i throw it away and you're like no nah. and you grabbed it from me and you're like here and you just like left it on the ground like someone and someone's gonna smoke that someone will find that <laughs> they probably did somebody did probably find that and smoke it uh but i remember we got on the train and uh, the train was packed going from Amsterdam to Brussels. So we couldn't sit next to each other. You know, not a big deal, whatever. Uh, and I had to, like, sit next to this, like, middle-aged man and his, like, 12-year-old son. And I was just, like, so fucked up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I sat down and immediately, like, I sat down and, like, as I was passing out, I could see, like, the 12-year-old, like, elbowing his dad and pointing at me and laughing. <laughs> Well, I don't remember where you sat. I have no idea. I don't either, man. I was probably underneath the seat or something. (laughs) I don't think you guys went on the trip to Edinburgh with me and Bernie. Uh, But we were at a bar, and I noticed that like at at most bars in Europe, if they spoke English, they sounded American. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we struck up a conversation with one of the bartenders, and I was like, so are you you American? How'd you get it? And he goes, no, I'm from Canada. And then... We talked to another bartender, another bartender, everybody's from Canada. And so eventually we came back around to this guy and I was talking to him again. And I go, why? It's so weird. Like, is there's just some sort of a rule where like Canada like sends people out to be bartenders elsewhere? And he goes, no, 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 no. He, he kind of looked around and he goes, I'll tell you the truth. He's like, we're all American. Like, everybody <laughs> who says they're Canadian is America, but everybody fucking hates America. So we all just say we're from Canada and nobody bothers yeah. us. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I remember another side note about our Amsterdam trip. Before uh, I ate the brownie, we were we were sitting in a bar in like one of those coffee shops. Well, they call it a coffee shop. Yeah. But it's yeah. like a bar. We didn't have any fucking coffee, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> and we're sitting at the bar, and there's this real cute bartender, who's uh, who's working like serving us drinks and whatnot. And uh, I don't know, we're drinking beer or something. I remember like Jason asks her like, uh, uh, "What's your favorite beer? I want to drink whatever your favorite <laughs> beer is." Some and, dumb shit with yeah. bartenders like this fucking guy. And uh, she's like, "I'll get it for you, but it's real expensive." And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, no big deal, whatever." And she's like, no, no, like, once I get it for you, you have to pay for it. You have to buy it. It's really expensive. It's 10 euros for this beer. And uh, she's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine, whatever. So she, like, goes into the cooler and pulls it out, and it's a fucking Corona. She was, <laughs> she was fucking with me. And so I was like, oh, you're going to fuck with me? I drank, like, seven fucking Coronas after that. I kept ordering them. I was like, give me another Corona. Until she finally, like, liked us. Yeah, I drank yeah. enough Coronas. She was like, okay, these guys well, are you, all Well, right. you put her kid through college in one <laughs> night, so... Yeah, she came around. Either she came around or you got really drunk off that Corona. <laughs> God. Dude, I got another Corona story. And I, I'm pretty sure I've told you this one, Gus. I know I've told other people. 
Gus and I also were traveling one time to Santa Monica for work. And we went to this little old bowling alley that was there that had a bar that was like, there was just a little window. It was like a two by two window and you could kind of see the bust of the bartender and there were like some beers and stuff back there. And uh, I was like, Gus, I'll get us some beers. And he went over to the lane and I was like, what do y'all have? He had like three beers and one of them was Corona. I was like, I guess give me two Coronas. And he goes, do you want limes? I said, sure. And so, you know, I haven't seen much of this guy. I've seen like the top of him. He puts one of the beers up or he puts the beers up and he grabs a lime and I see his hand come up. And he's got this, like, little shriveled black fucking nub of a pointer finger. And he pushes the lime all the way down into the Corona with that finger. And I was like, oh, I just needed lime in one of them. And that was the beer. (laughs) 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 I forgot about that. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, guys. We're all still here. It's all good. It's all good. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, that was like that bowling alley. It's like right off of Pico. It's got to be right gone by Ocean now, Boulevard. Right? Yeah, I, I remember that. It was like around the corner from where we were working. God, that fucking that fucking bowling alley. Wasn't there a trip when you had? Well, maybe it was you and you and you're Jason. Maybe it was you and Gavin. You had to go to New Jersey for a convention, and your booth was in the parking. It was lot. in D.C. Were you there? Oh yeah, you were I was there, there right? for that. Yeah, that, that's when we had that it, that handler. Who was really weird? I kind of remember that, but yeah, I remember our booth being in the at the bottom of a parking garage, like beyond where they had the like the niceties of the convention set up, and so we were just by some concrete pole, yeah. like you know, like, like part of the convention floor was in the parking garage. Uh, I want to say that convention was called Katsukon, that if sounds I remember right. right, and it was like in February in DC, and it was dude, cold it was cold, it was so fuck. cold, because uh, you were in a parking garage, because we were in a parking garage. Feel free. We can cut this if we need to. Um, but we had that handler. It was like the, the the convention had assigned us like this person to help us get stuff, like a runner. Mm-hmm. And she just kept talking about getting fucked on top of a building while like other people watched. Right. Like she wouldn't drop it. And we were like... Please don't cut this. <laughs> and like every time she would bring it up, it would get like really eerily quiet. And we'd be like, it'd be like, okay, anyway, um, oh. like you want to talk about anything else we were like there's no roof access here drop it (laughs) (laughs) so fucking bizarre i we went to so many weirdo events like that Uh, i think that's the only year we went to that one do you ever miss going to conventions like that um i don't know i mean i kind of like walking around seeing seeing what's going on but i don't really miss traveling for for that specific purpose it was always kind of stressful there was that one year where it was only you and me, Jason, at San Diego Comic-Con. Yes, I do remember that. And it was like we had to coordinate when we were going to the bathroom yeah. or when we were going to eat because we both could not leave at the same time. Yep. Did you guys not have a Caleb or a Gavin no, or anything? No, it was just Damn, the two shit. of us. I don't know whose idea that was. That must have been like the last year we did Comic-Con. Mm, I don't no. think so. This was like 08 maybe, 07. Why? I don't know. I think... Everyone else was doing something else, yeah. and it was like, well, shit, Jason and I got to fucking go to we're San like, Diego. Yeah, we can handle it. Do everything dumb. by ourselves. Oh, fucking, what a nightmare. It was awful. It was really bad. <laughs> like, not, not having any downtime at all. Dude, Comic-Con's a lot of fucking work. It's a lot or, of work. At least the way we used to do it. Yeah, because you got to show up early. You got to, you know, unpack everything. You got to set everything up. Then even once it's done, you got to tear everything down. You got to ship it all out. It's, it's, so, it's so much more than just, like standing there and like talking to people. There's I think a lot of physical manual labor. 
Comic-Con is probably why I love Caleb, Gavin, and Barbara as much as I do, because they were such helps uh, when year. we were doing that convention. Not that year, obviously. <laughs> well, I mean, they were, they were probably helping me at a different convention, so I was probably appreciating the hell out of them. Uh, I was thinking about this uh, just a second ago, trying to determine when the last time the three of us performed in some way together. I don't know if this is considered a performance, but the last time we were on, we were on mic together, and hmm. I think it must have been... We've never really talked about this too much, but I think it must have been that drunken oh, RVB goodness. recording uh, we did. Yeah, that yeah. Was it. Uh, we tried to redo episode two. Is that what we were doing? I don't remember exactly. What, that was the goal. That was anything. the goal. But the goal, the way it worked is we agreed to do it as a extra life stretch goal. I want to say, and so we all got together to do a drunken RVB recording, and we recorded Eric for over two hours. Uh-huh. Um, the last thing I remember, I remember two moments of the night. I remember this Matt This was Hullum, in the broadcast space in stage This is stage five. five. Yeah. I remember Matt Hullum taking a full bottle of Jack Daniels, like a full handle of it, and throwing it behind him like that and just hearing it explode. That was you. <laughs> I did it after he did. I did do it later because he did it first. I don't remember doing it, but I think you're right. I think I did do it. He just. Froze. He was like, no, uh, no, you're right. I did do it too, but I did it because Matt did it first. Because I was like, oh, if Matt does it, it's fine. He's the boss. Uh, and I think we all agreed, like the, everything that we talked, like nothing could come out of that. I remember it being an insanely fun night. We never uh, got to the fucking read of the script. We never got to the read of the script. I think Gus. Well, by the got time we got to it, I, I had left too. Yeah. You left. I just disappeared. I remember I said saying I was going to go to the bathroom, and I just didn't come back. I remember saying, I remember saying goodbye to you in the in the parking lot. I, I think we both went to the bathroom at the same time, and you're like, I'm leaving, and I was yeah. like, Are you? Uh. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had drivers for everybody. Uh, I remember that. Uh, but I think eventually, and then Bernie was like, we can never release this. But we were like, we have to because we promised it. So I think we released something like seven minutes. It was like a, a very, very, but was very much cut down. Over two hours of just, <sighs> oh, my God. Frustration. Yeah. Frustration, yeah. Not the first time that uh, I disappear when we're trying to record something because I get so frustrated that it's not happening. I, yeah, dude, I that might be where I've seen you hit your limit the most in my life is when you get like Bernie and Matt and Jason, Joel, Gus, Jeff, I guess, together and then drinking starts happening and work tries to happen through the drinking. Yeah. And if it's Bernie is into the drinking, like if Bernie is in it with everybody and is like, yeah, let's have fun, Gus is gone in like an hour. Yeah, it's because it's, it's not productive. Nothing, yeah. Nothing's going to come of it. It's well, pointless. Stories come of it. Stories. <laughs> well, it was even worse back when... We had to drive all the way to fucking Buda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can we talk about the time you hit a deer? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think you so. You didn't do it on purpose. I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> you're, you're driving out, like, Bernie's house was really in a rural area of Buda, so we'd have to drive out there, and, you know, we were working all these weird hours, and I remember one time uh, we'd finished whatever we were doing, and we'd left, and we all had separate cars, and um, I got a call from Jeff, and Jeff was like, hey, um... I'm out here in Buda still in the middle of nowhere, and I hit a deer. I don't know what to do. I think it's still alive. Oh, my God. So. And, I'm, you know, he, I, think, I think you called me because my, like, my dad was a game warden. Like, I, yeah. I, I had experience like deer hunting and shit like that. And I, I think what I told you was, just leave it. Yeah, and my, I, I called my ex-wife, too, because uh, I was actually going to see her. And I was like, I'm going to be late, and also I'm not sure what to do. I feel terrible. I was leaving, and I hit a deer just ran across the street, and I had that old Chevy C10 pickup truck. It was a tank. And I hit the deer, and I just kept driving because I didn't, you know, I was kind of in shock. But I could hear the deer like bleeding in the background, so I pulled over, and I was scared to turn around. I called you. 
uh, I called her. I think she said, go to a neighbor's house and see if somebody's got a gun to put it out of its misery. And I was like, fuck. And I think you said, uh, just leave it. And I thought, I got to... I gotta kill this thing. I gotta put it out of its misery. So I turned around and I thought, maybe if I, maybe I can run it over, yeah. it just right and kill it. By the way, don't knock on rural Texans' doors in the middle of the night and ask for a gun. Did not do that. I did not do that. I <laughs> did not do that. that. That was not good advice, and I didn't take that advice. So I thought I got and I thought like I got a big ass pickup truck. I can probably run over a deer's head, and it'll kill the deer humanely or quickly at least, and then it won't be in any more pain. And so I turned my truck around, and I like the deer's in the middle of the street, just like sitting there. So I back up, and I'm like lining it up to try to hit it. And as I'm doing that, the deer gets up and just runs away. And I went, oh fuck, problem solved. So I hit the gas, and I start driving again. And another deer runs out, and I hit the other deer. And then that deer just like bounced off my car and got up and ran away. And I was just fucking crying at that point, and I just drove home. Uh, y'all talked about y'all's old. Tr- trucks before yeah. and um jeff do you remember that you bought that truck from my friend sean in san antonio i do I, I, I don't know if you ever told this story that we went i, I took jeff down there to, to get that truck and we met my friend sean at an heb and we left and then or had we already left somehow jeff yeah, was like left. i where's the title i don't have the title like i know i got it from him and we went back to HEB, and it was just on the fucking floor of HEB oh. by the checkout. It had just dropped, and we like searched HEB and found it. Thank God. I also remember that <laughs> you I told like me. A st- the, I like the passive voice. It had just dropped. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, just, it wasn't me. It came out. It just fell out. I, I, I don't want to blame Sean, but he obviously he dropped it. Uh, I remember too. You told me the next day that after that you're talking to your friend Sean. I think I paid four thousand dollars for that truck. Yeah, or thirty five hundred was. It and four, your friend Sean was like, "Man, I would have, I would have taken like thirty five hundred for it." And you told him he would have given you six. <laughs> <laughs> and she, you said your friend Sean went, "Oh man, it's oh. <laughs> fucking great." Dang. Oh my God. Uh, we should start wrapping up. Okay. Uh, we are at. We're getting on to time. Uh, this was really good though. Uh, first guest ever. Yeah, we did yep. it. J- um, yeah, thank you for being our first j- guest, no problem, Jason. Man. And do you have a, a guess for the name? That's what I was gonna ask. Oh, Anma is an acronym. Uh, we know is uh, dream logic. Right. The N is not its own word. There might be Spanish. Oh man! See, I wish I would have had some more time to think about. I didn't this. say there might be Spanish. I said it might not only be English. Oh, so it might be what is it? Japanese? Now he's giving <laughs> you new fucking languages. New do you know? <laughs> is so it Korean? Uh, listen, I already said enough. I said <sighs> too much. Well, I have no idea. Then um, is it always need my Arby's? Oh, <laughs> you know how I feel about Arby's, but uh, but no, that's not it. Uh, people are guessing uh, angrily missing Austin. Uh, I don't think that's going to be the name. Hang on, I have to read the worst guess we've ever gotten. Um, Kokomo, Indiana. Dude, I can't. If you, this is the last episode of the season, so I can do this. It doesn't. I mean, I could have done it at any time. If you want to tweet at us and let us know that Kokomo is a real place, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Save it. Tweet it, not at us. You can just tweet it out loud. <laughs> fuck off. Hey, there's a Kokomo in Indiana. Do you think that that's what the fuck the Beach Boys wrote about when they wrote Kokomo? Are you out of your fucking mind? Get real. Like, take a step back and go, hang on. Doesn't make sense. I should keep it to myself. So that's just to you. If And if you go, yeah, all those other people, and then you tweet that at us, this is about you, and you don't realize it, and that's the worst. <laughs> That's the absolute dirt worst. <laughs> My God. Um, okay, the worst. The worst guess that I've seen. <laughs> I don't. I can't assign a name to it. They said it's hidden in plain sight. Keep Austin weird. 
Okay. None of that doesn't work. <laughs> well, they tried. <laughs> that doesn't doesn't make sense. Have we ever talked about? Didn't the company that we used to work with for our merch? Didn't they come up with the Keep Austin weird? Outhouse Designs. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. They're our very first merch company. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. That was that's like their. They thing. like coined the the Keep Austin weird phrase. Wow, that's really cool. Um, I like those guys. We're off for the next two weeks. This is the last. Well, I mean, well, we might do a supplemental. It's just a so matter yeah. of time. Sounds like Gus is off for the next two weeks, Gus and you and I will be scrambling weeks. to figure out what to fill it we'll, with, Eric. We'll, we'll figure something out. We'll maybe we'll record something short. Um, but if you want to follow us, keep up to date on the show at Anima Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, guys, any parting words? Anything like that? Hey, I've got a I've got a parting note. Yeah. Okay, so there was an episode where Gus went on his. P. Terry's tirade, oh, right? Oh, right? Yeah. Okay, so when y'all were talking about the Hilbert's name, yeah. and you talk about it being a combination of Hills and Burt's, right? And yeah. then you were talking about where Burt's barbecue yeah. was, and you said, yeah, it's across from the uh, Taco Cabana. I don't know what that is now. You know what it is? It's a fucking P. Terry's, Gus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a good point. Jason, you are from San Antonio, but you have lived in Austin uh, longer than, or about as long as us, maybe longer, and you know Austin better than anybody I know. And all of my homes I bought because of you, I think, almost I all think of them. I think I found most of them. You found most of them. Yep. You found my new home like an hour after I had already found it, but I bought my second house because of you. Yeah, I found the uh, Rooster Teeth downtown office on Craigslist. Oh, Isn't that yeah, weird? On Craigslist? You are mo- the most plugged in person to Austin I know, and we didn't spend enough time talking about Austin with you because yeah. we got we got caught up on the RT memory train. Mm-hmm. We should have you back someday if you ever want to come back again so we can talk more specifically about Austin. Stuff. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, cool. Austin, my Austin. Is that the name? No, I'm just signing off. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, anything? Wise words while we're off. Well, Gus is off for two weeks. Uh, no, uh, you know I should probably have a meeting soon to figure out what we're going to record while he uh, sticks his thumb up his ass. Ah, vacation. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>